everyone. Welcome back to the Completely Fucking Clueless podcast. My name is Sarah Alice Liddy. And my name is Audrey Jean Flowers. And we both use she, her pronouns. Woohoo! Hi, friends. It's been a minute. It has really been a minute. But honestly, there's nothing I craved more than being on this mic. Me too. It's Tuesday today. Today. <laughs> we are- and we're recording the episode the day the the episode theoretically comes out if that gives you a clue of how long it's been since we recorded it's literally been two weeks yeah i think this has been the longest besides the break that we took like the intentional break yeah yeah it's been a second guys honestly this month has been so crazy there's just been like so much stuff every single weekend there was also a lot of ways for me which was crazy that weren't planned that we'll get into yes so this episode is literally just going to be a catch-up episode yes. because we have so much we had to... a plan but then just so much shit happened we were like jk yeah we were like we need to get our bearings again exactly. put one foot right in front of the other and chat about it <laughs> i don't know where that <laughs> was going i was thinking about like one because Like something that Olivia talks to me a lot about is taking like one step at a time. So I think I was like trying to make a joke about Jordan's time and one foot in front of the other are different metaphors. Mm. I think. Well, when I think of one foot in front of the other, I think of that song in that claymation movie, put one foot in front of the other and soon you'll be walking out the door. Oh, I've never heard that. The one with, I'm Mr. Green, Mr. Oh, I'm Mr. I that's think a Christmas that movie, right? Yeah. Wow. Uh, sorry, I was about to. Burn. I'm making you watch this movie at some point. It's a great movie. No, it's I know which claymation. No, I know what the. Well, the, I'm making you rewatch. Yeah, it. I haven't seen it in a while, but we're also going to record an episode this week all about Hallelujah. <laughs> So, oh, I hated that. Okay, but have you ever seen that comedian? I forget his name. Gosh, I forget his name, but he makes a fall um, like uh, like sketch every year about girls in fall. And it's like, hallelujah, my pumpkin spice latte. I don't think I have. Oh my gosh, I have to send it to you because it's like one of my favorite things ever. So whenever okay. I think of fall, I always think of him like being in a scarf with his like PSL shirt and like throwing leaves in the air and going, hallelujah. All I think of is like Christian girl fall. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And... Someone we went to college with who looks a lot like one of the Christian girl fall girls. <laughs> but yeah, so stay tuned for a little Falleluja episode that will come next week. <laughs> but we have so much to catch up with you guys about. It's been a couple of two weeks. I got COVID. Yeah. We're fine. We quarantined and tested negative. But hey, remember how I had that full week of very busy plans? <gasps> they slightly didn't. Ha- well, they partially happened. But uh, I basically on Friday night, I was supposed to fly to Las Vegas on Saturday. This was two weekends ago. Yeah. Uh, time has no meaning to me. Um, I was like, let's take a little COVID test just to be safe. <laughs> wow. I cannot believe you thought to like take a test. Um, it's because I'd known a couple people who had just gone back from work of being sick. And oh, I like okay. had a tiny bit of phlegm. Okay. So I was like, let's be safe and it came, it came back positive i think i was out i was out that night i was at red lion shocker um and i got a text i think i just tested you being like 
I have COVID. you literally no just contact. said I have COVID like like that was it and I was like oh no and so I remember getting home like that night at like 3 a.m. Yes. drunk and being like giving myself a COVID test <laughs> and you also texted me being like I'm so sorry, sorry. This is so- and I woke up to that and I was like I love that this is sent to like 2 30 I know morning. because I think you texted me and I was like a little bit in shock so I forget what I was like said originally and then it like really hit me yeah. once I left the bar because I was like oh my god like and my mom was taking my brother back to school at the time so she was on like California time so I was getting back home at like 2 a.m but it was only like what 11 o'clock there and so I literally sent her this text message being like Audrey has COVID like do you have any COVID tests at home and she's like what are you doing awake I was like I'm out <laughs> luckily so, we hadn't seen each other for a couple days yeah, no one else fine. around me tested positive uh, but, so we didn't go to Las Vegas I did miss my friend's show but luckily uh Julia <laughs> Julia's oh. mentioned this week. Julia's there she mentioned. Goes. Julia was uh, bitter because last week's episode, when it came out, the person Julia's dating also listens to the podcast. And literally, the morning it came out, texted Julia, who hadn't even listened yet, to be like, "Hey, just FYI, you didn't get a shout out. You didn't make the cut. You got to keep that ego in check." <laughs> um, so Julia's now gotten a shout out. She was like, "I better get one in the next." Um, so, but Julia still went to Las Vegas. Julia still went to Las Vegas Prayer. with one of our other friends. Got to see a friend show. I forget how I ended up bringing up Julia in that. There was some purpose to me saying that. Don't remember what. Um, um, but yeah, didn't go to Vegas. Um, but you're all go. But you're going oh, to see it again. It, the blow was softened by the fact that Julia and her mom and my mom and I had already planned a trip in February. We're going to go out to Nashville and see Ugh. the show there. I'm so jealous. I that is one place I have always wanted to go. I've never been. My but- mom did keep saying she. <laughs> She's been saying the whole time we've been speaking about this trip. She's like, I really want to go see Graceland. And then finally one of us was like, wait, isn't that Memphis? <laughs> and it like, she'd been mentioning this for months. Yeah. And it took us several months to be like, wait, that's not in Nashville. Regardless. Um, so that softened the blow. I was super bummed to miss her opening night, but I'm so proud of her. The photos looked amazing. They She's did. absolutely killing it. Um, and luckily I'd finished my quarantine and tested negative by the time my birthday happened, which is good. There was a lot of crying in that week. Um, I feel like getting sick is like really emotional. Yeah. Too. I, a thing I'd also say right. is I met with my therapist and I was like, I've not been doing well during this time sick, which like, again, being sick always kind of brings you down. But she was like, like, I just like felt like the most fucked up I felt in a pretty long while in a way that I don't usually feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, well, the, not good but i guess good news is she was like i've looked into this a lot and there's a lot of like research showing especially newer variants of covid are having a like serious effect especially while people are sick with it and testing positive on their mental health she's like you're not the first patient who i've had come in who's like was doing well and then got covid and was really not good she was like i had covid a couple weeks ago and it like emotionally knock me down bad um mm-hmm. so that at least made me feel better because i really was not having a grot time um i cried so much mm. my mother dealt with a lot of facetimes of me crying i also feel like i don't know if anybody else feels this way but because of what like covid and the pandemic did as far as like quarantine and stuff yeah. i feel like now when people get sick it's like a lot less likely to be like, oh, like let me run out to like get a coffee or or go outside of my vicinity. There is like this really like quarantine mentality. Like I need to stay in my room. I can't venture outside, which can be like hard on the mental health. Yeah. And I think also like, 
I think everyone in the entire world is a little bit trauma traumatized from going through COVID. And so I think just like, wait, I, you had COVID before though. Sorry. I had, I had COVID right, before. You I had, had COVID it in January right after I did. Um, so I didn't have really bad symptoms, which is good. I was tired. I was a little bit phlegmy. Um, but I say like the biggest effect I had was being exhausted, like fucked with my mental health. Seriously. Oh, okay. But yeah, I think we're all just like, various levels and i recognize that like it comes from a great place of privilege and that like i'm not immunocompromised that like my world has largely gone to go back to normal Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people who don't have that privilege but like i think all of us are like it's like kind of like i remember when this pandemic first began seeing jokes being like you remember how like old like your grandparents would have these like weird things they told on to or do like as like relics of memories of like when like they like my grandmother like has some weird things she does from back like depression era that like just in case yeah and it's like oh look what are gonna be the weird things or like weird joint reactions yeah. that we all have and i think just like anytime we get sick like it's a trigger yeah. like anytime and the thing is is before the pandemic i was still sort of this way that like when i felt like the littlest inkling of sick i'm like let's go to the doctor like i whatever but now it's like to the max something that has also changed for me because I'll never forget when the pandemic first hit you know there wasn't any toilet paper there wasn't any Purell like and I remember my mom sorry excuse me my mom went to a friend's house to get these like huge bottles of Purell and antibacterial soap because this one woman happened to be more like like would always have it in the house because even before the pandemic she was like a little bit like germ adverse and stuff and now my mom always has a stash of like antibacterial soap, Mm -hmm. Purell, toilet paper. And I feel like that is something I will like take with me forever, Um, which is just so crazy. But I'm happy you're feeling better. I'm happy to be feeling better too. I'm happy to be testing negative. I'm happy to be out of quarantine. Every time I've gone into quarantine, I've (laughs) been down bad. Uh, But also it was good that like by your birthday. Yes. I'm very thankful because there was like a period of time where like, and like, because I also recognize like, I like I did finish my quarantine and I did test negative but like I like I like as much as like the rules and restrictions of COVID have loosened a lot and like we I think Joe Biden officially announced that we're technically no longer in a pandemic like people are still dying from it yeah yeah and and like that's that's our world is different yeah and like there was definitely a part of me that just wanted to like not do anything partially because during those few days I was really feeling down bad, but partially mm-hmm. it's like, it feels unfair of me. Um, but you know, we still went ahead. Everyone had fair warning again, negative tests, quarantine done. Um, so still got to do my birthday celebrations. I still, I, I got and saw, um, into the woods with my mom on Thursday yes. night, which was absolutely amazing. I need to see that now because it was really, 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 really good. You hyped it up. And also Stephanie J block is in it. Who is just phenomenal. So good. Um, and then Wednesday I did a little brunch morning moment with my mom. Um, and then got my parent, my dad came into town and we all took edibles and went and played mini golf. I lost. I'm like, you could have let me win, but of course they <laughs> my didn't. Birthday. Yeah. I was like, so <laughs> fucking rude of you. Um, but that was really fun. And then we went, uh, and got dinner at this like fancy vegan vegetarian place called dirt candy. That's like my absolute favorite place in the world. I've 
I was talking to your mom about it at the event that you had. I'll let you reveal the event, even though if you follow us, you know what event it was um, that we for your birthday that night. But I was talking with your mom about it and she was like raving. So now I feel like I have to go. I will go with you. It's so good. Because I'm curious. And it's so unique. I will show you photos. It was like some of the most gorgeous. Where is it? Um, it's not far from the axe throwing place. Oh, okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool. Well, that's what we did. Axe throwing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> then afterwards, a whole bunch of friends came and joined and we went axe throwing and I, it's the same place I went to my birthday last year, but it's really great because they've got like great lighting. You can take like some cute photos. Honestly, great marketing genius yeah. is in the basement of the axe throwing place. They have exactly. this mirror that like the lighting, lighting. is in sane down there and then we got to throw some axes i did really well in the beginning and then when it came to actually competing i did very poorly and then some people went out some people came back here we ended up ordering some pizza we ended up hanging out to like 2 a.m um i know i went home like i think we took an uber around one yeah i I think we might have stayed up later than you guys i know well we were there for a while what was something nothing was happening i don't even remember I remember it was a very wonderful birthday hi friends so you're gonna notice there was a slight cut off there and that was because we ran out of batteries the batteries die so we went and we got more batteries yes and we also got stuff for some content we're filming later and i got some food because i was very hungry so we had a quick little intermission we did and Um, we're back and now we're to talk about more things um so another fun thing that we did over the last two weeks was we went to a little influencer event we did which was so crazy not that the bonbon wins one that we went to a couple weeks when was that i have no idea i think it was like either at the end of august early september i feel like um we were invited more to that one as a customers yeah and b like it was like a little more chill it was it was chill because like um the rooftop that it was on like the pool was also like there were people from like the apartment building that were there so it wasn't like um that's concentrated yes and so we had the opportunity to go to an event with amika which is a hair care brand Mm -hmm. um that like i've gotten at sephora before yeah i've owned their stuff before and i would say i've used so the event was for the launch of their new dry shampoo. Yes. I've used it a bunch. I had a busy few days between lots of partying. I was basically kind of either drunk or stoned for like three days straight. Nice. Um, Cause then the next day my sister and her friend were passing through to go to a concert. So I got brunch with them. Oh. Um, and then I slept. Um, but yeah, it was very, very fun. It, it was, was so, so cool. Like it was, so it was at, um, bala studios which Mm -hmm. if you guys know like what bala is like if you've seen like those bala bangles that like a lot of influencers will wear when they're hot girl walking um but basically it's like really cute and aesthetic like um workout equipment it was um, right near the Lululemon that I worked yes, at. Yes, it was so like right was like, in Soho. Um, but it was so cool. We got invited to go to this event and they had like hair braiding where you got to like try out the product, which was really cool. I feel like I finally learned how to actually dry shampoo my hair um, because I don't know if anybody else does this, but for like the longest time, I would just like spray the bottle like in what's it called where my hair right in the part right in my part and like that was it but this woman who was doing my braid she like took section by section like sprayed it and it actually like felt clean after i was like huh 
Look at that go. And it was all like the color themed was orange and pink. So yes. we were very on brand. We were they on had a whole brand. pink room with all these pink flowers. It was so cute. <gasps> oh, right. I meant to send them to my grandmother. I've got to send the photos to my grandmother. Aw, grandma. And they had juice press. Was it juice press? Pressed. Pressed. That's what it's called. Very good. We had this like strawberry orange little smoothie thing. Loved it. Um, and then we got to like take some like thi- like this is so new to the both of us. Yeah. The fact that we just like got to take I stuff kept home with us. I to be like yelled at for stealing. <laughs> like we they kept telling us like take this. And I was like, are you what? sure? It was really cool because we got to take a pair of bala bangles home with us. And we got to talk to some people, which was really fun. It was. We were so much more social this time. I was proud of us. We spoke to two whole people. Two whole people. And it's crazy because those two people that we met happened to be from Westchester. Yes. I was literally, I was like, okay, I guess I didn't get the memo that we're all fucking from Westchester It was now. crazy. Especially um, one of the girls that we met, she is a hair influencer, like a very like prestigious hair influencer and she was like yeah i'm from like xyz town in westchester she's like i never see people from westchester at these things and i was like well i will now be the westchester girl (laughs) (laughs) but it was just like so cool yeah it was a pinch me moment it was like i feel like i have just been so down on myself lately uh, just about like everything in my life but for like an hour i felt like i was achieving something really cool i I felt really cool guys because like let's face it you see a lot of it on social media and you kind of wonder how it will be and it was just so interesting everyone there was so sweet and the whole team that was working there they were all in orange and pink and like just matched so perfectly it made me so happy they were super nice also we're not being paid to say any of this we're just giving you our honest review of what happened um but yeah, it was super fun. Um, it was. And then we went to Jack Wife's Frida after, yes. which I had. OK, I have literally been in New York all my life. And it's one of the most basic places that you could go. And I've never been. It was OK. I like it. It's just yeah. like really easy. It and is. Like, I've always liked the food I've gotten. Yeah. I feel like I didn't love the thing I got. So next time I got to try something else. Okay. Um, it was not bad, but it was just very plain. You know what I really did enjoy though? After I, we went to Blank Street Coffee and. <laughs> Sarah I, had also never been to Blank Street. I had never been there so either. But when I drive home from Audrey's, like the way that my car, like the app will take me i pass um there's gonna be a blank street that's opening in chelsea which is like kind of weird to me because blank street is my work coffee there's one right near yeah. the lulu i work at and so i don't like that it's coming so close to home oh my gosh i when i saw it for the first time i was so excited because i had seen <laughs> so many people talk about it but we finally went and oh yeah they're doing a thing with emma chamberlain i'll have to try whatever their collab is whenever it happens yeah i hadn't maybe um, it's already happened. no it is happening because i've been seeing people like um people i follow go um we got a, i got a pumpkin did you go to pumpkin spice I did. latte too i only tried one pumpkin spice latte in my life and it was like freshman year of high school so i don't really remember it it was so good i think an issue with me is like I, I do like my co- like I like it's hard because I the balance between too sweet yeah. and sweet is like so fine for me and so I just feel like the um pumpkin drinks at Starbucks are way too sweet for me yeah. and this one was perfect um I will reveal what I think the like my favorite fall drink is for this season in our actual fall episode, fall episode. you have to wait for the tea um mm. because i think i mastered of how to get like a pumpkin-y drink that isn't too sweet 
Okay, I'm curious yeah. to hear. Yeah, yeah. So that was. I'll that. have to wait until we next. Record. I know until we record in two days. <laughs> Literally in two days. Today is Tuesday. We're recording again Thursday. So it's gonna be a wild update of all the things we've done in those 48 hours. I know. I'm trying to like save some stuff for that time. Um. So yeah, we got to go to that really cool event. Your birthday was so. F- oh, I know. I like we. You talked about your birthday. I didn't really talk about it from my perspective. Not that like my perspective is needed. It is. But it's uh, that's the point of this. Brunch was so fun oh we did bottomless brunch um and it was like we ended up being in this little separate room which we technically so we originally were gonna have nine people and if it's nine people then you get sectioned off in this little room we ended up only having eight but it worked out great because we got to be in this little separate area and it was it so was fun so loud um yes yeah, so we w- went there last year yeah was- highly suggest hotel chantal yes and it's just like it's very fun it's and so like we cute just, up there we just i felt like we were so adorable and so it felt like a big like very like sex in the city like it did it was just like a little our group of girls and it was wonderful it was super super fun um it was it was so fun i i was drunk when i left there and last year oh, that's yeah. the same thing that happened to me i was like drunk oh, when i we left we came back here afterwards daniela literally fell asleep, asleep. daniela's one of our friends who came to brunch she fell asleep on the couch yes she remained asleep for five and a half hours. No way. Oh, oh yeah. You, I guess. Yeah. Why would you yes, know this? I left because my friend from home and I, my friend, my hometown friend, there we go. Liz and I were going to see a show that night. So we had to like boot it out. So the people who came home for, or came back to my place afterwards were, uh, me, you, Liz, Liz Danielle and Emma. Emma. Um, so you two had to go off the show. Literally, we entered my apartment. Danielle immediately fell asleep in my Literally bed. Literally went immediately to your bed. So Emma and I hung out for a while longer, longer and then Emma eventually had to leave. And then I eventually fell asleep because, again, we'd been drinking and been a busy few days. And then I wake up at like, I don't know, like 930 and Danielle is finally woken up. Um, she's starving. <laughs> um, and, uh, so Danielle and I end up having a little sleepover. We hang out for like two hours. Then I'm like, I need to actually go to sleep. Cause I only napped for like an hour. Um, Danielle slept over on my couch. Nice. She stayed up watching sex in the city movie. Love. Um, until about 2am she ordered a burrito Love. Uh, while I was just full sleeping on my bed. Nice. Um, at one point she fell asleep on the bathroom floor and I couldn't get into the bathroom cause she'd fall asleep there. <laughs> the cause we kept trying to wake her up and it did not work. That is um, so funny. So that was a very funny end to it. And then the next morning we got bagels together. Nice. That yeah. is really funny. Yeah. It was a good weekend. I feel like I... So I ended up seeing a show that night and literally had like a mental breakdown about like theater and stuff, everyone. And it was just like this like long time coming breakdown almost like I think for so long I had I've had a lot of like pent up feelings about just feeling like a complete like utter failure because like I'm not really pursuing right now the thing that I've always dreamed of. And like I think I just felt so overwhelmed with emotion and so the next day I was just a disaster. But like, I feel like that's just alcohol at this age is like when you're drinking it, yeah. super fun. You're having a great time. But like the next day is just Terrible. really tough, which is why I don't drink very often. I mean, even with axe throwing, um, our, our friends got me a drink and I ended up actually hating the drink that I had picked. Um, so what I literally did is I asked them because my parents bring me weed down from Massachusetts. Um, so one of them was like this little like packet, like kind of almost looked like, um, uh, what is the, 
electrolytes that people oh, put up in their um, home. liquid IV. It kind of looked like a liquid IV packet, and I'd thrown one in my bag from initially when we'd gone uh, mini putt putting, and I didn't like my drink, and I was like, you know what, I don't really feel like drinking more. And so I literally I asked the bartender, I was like, could I get sweet and sour mix and water? I tried to pay for it, and he was like, I'm not making you pay for a little bit of sweet and sour mix and water, um, which was very nice of him. And then I mixed in my weed packet. There you go. And I had a lovely little time. There you go. That's all you need. I know. I feel like I think this upcoming weekend I'm going to take a break from drinking for a weekend. Yeah, I do think I'm going to try and like I or keep know. it very low. Uh, we're recording something later today that we're going to drink a little bit, but not much. Yeah, and I think for like the next week, I'm going to try and maybe just like not just be sober to make yeah. up for like 48 hours. No, of like even just like the entire month of September, I just feel like there has been like event after event yeah. after event like and so after a while i think it's just like it is uh, a depressant it is a poison that we put in our bodies because it's fun right like i was i last night i all my hometown friends and i went to dinner because we all just like hadn't seen each other in a long time and i was sort of telling them like lightly about the mental breakdown i had we love trying to casually mention a mental breakdown i know it's hard because sometimes i like really want to talk to people about like what I like go through sometimes I don't want to like take over the whole evening I don't want to stress anyone else out I don't want to bring the mood down but you don't want to be dishonest right right it's like a very fine line and so I start like casually bringing it up and then luckily one of my other friends like sort of was like they had gone to brunch that same day for another friend's birthday and she had gotten really drunk that day and she was like I'm not drinking for two weeks. She was like, <laughs> my anxiety the next day was just like unreal. Yeah. And I think, and it kind of just made me realize that I think we're at this like stage of life where there are so many things where you can just beat yourself up about because like nothing can ever be perfect. No. So there's always something that you can just like pick apart until you make yourself insane. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, what's another interesting thing that I did want to mention was I saw a TikTok. Um, I think it was yesterday, but they were talking. I've never, have you ever watched friends? Um, some, not a like, ton, I've but watched, some. like an episode here and there, but I've never like religiously watched it, but they were talking about how in friends, like, they like when they start the show their characters are supposed to be around like 23 24 and then it spans like 10 years and by the end of like the show they're like getting married starting to buy houses like have children and so this tiktok sort of talked about like how you know when we're in our early 20s or even mid to late 20s we're like thinking like we need to have it all together but if you look at friends and look at the trajectory like you're only in season two or three of your of your like 20s adult life so julia's begun referring to like basically our years like post-college as college years again she's like you just finished your freshman year you're entering your sophomore year like you don't know shit when you're a sophomore like it's okay i knew nothing as a sophomore no i still know nothing no same and so i felt like seeing that tiktok helped me a little bit because you know, they were just talking about like, oh, if you still live with your parents or if you're still living with roommates or if you still don't have this career wise or you don't make this amount of money, like you're still like even in your early, really early phases like of adulthood. I did get into a not actual, but like joking three second fight because she immediately caved to me because it clearly was something that I cared about um, <laughs> with my sister. I was like, yeah, I'm finally in my mid 20s. She was like, or I officially am done with my early 20s. And she was like, well, like. I don't know. You were kind of already in your mid twenties. And I was like, nah, from my point of view, early twenties is 20, 20, 21, 22 and 23. 23. Okay. 
mid 20s is 24 25 26 yes and then late 20s is, is the rest i agree with that statement I'm not okay with the concept that I've already been in my mid-20s. Uh-uh. No. I just entered my mid-20s. I don't think 23 is mid-20s whatsoever. I would consider, I would say the same thing. I felt like when I turned 24, I was like, okay, mid-20s era. Because yeah. I don't know why being 20 is still kind of like being a teenager in my mind. And I know yeah. that logic literally doesn't make sense. But I feel like in my early 20s, because I was also like a year above everyone in our grade because I had taken the gap year, I feel like I... like. Even though I'm this age, I feel like I'm one year behind in a way. Mm -hmm. Does that make any sense? Because of like how I went through schooling in college. Like I feel like I'm one year behind sometimes. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Um, Yeah, because a lot of my like hometown friends, not a lot of mine, they all are except for one other one who also took a gap year. They've also been out for two years now, like over two years. The difference between one year and two years is a sizable difference. Yeah. I mean, like, I just, yeah, there's just so many things you can really dig into about. And I was saying this to Audrey before we got on the mic. I was like, you know, sometimes when you go through these, like, really big, like, emotional times, like, I know I'm a very, and like you have said this to me too, a very all or nothing person. So I'll have a mental breakdown and then I'll be like, okay. So here's what I have to do. I have to go on a walk every single day at 7 a.m. I, I plan need, to change my entire life. Yes. I need to write in a planner every day. <laughs> like I I'm need going to be, become an entirely different person after right. this breakdown. And no matter how many breakdowns I have, <laughs> I at least become, I now I'm at least like, okay, maybe this isn't, there's a voice in the back of my head that's like, maybe this isn't realistic. Yeah. There's a little part of me that's like, no, this is the day. I'm going to change everything. Everything about myself. Like I am a completely new person. And like the th- yes I feel that I feel like I was doing it this time and I was like Sarah like this is not logical no. <laughs> and I was talking with Olivia about like goal setting because Olivia works in dialectical behavioral therapy which is like works on thoughts and actions and stuff and so I was like so how do I like make goals and <laughs> Olivia's like okay it, it, the acronym it's called SMART Okay. Smart goals are specific, measurable, obtainable, relevant, and time-bound goals. Okay. So, like, yesterday when I was having a mental breakdown, I said to Olivia, I was like, I just need to work out more. Like, I need to work out every day. But is that something that's attainable? I think a lot of the time I make goals that are unobtainable. And then I'm disappointed when I don't meet them. Right. So like even Olivia was saying like you could even make a goal like I'm going to work out one time this week knowing that you can attain that so that you can reward yourself. Um, So I feel like I need to like I feel like it's been a long time coming of like needing to sit down and just like look at my life look at goals reevaluate goals maybe make some smart goals (laughs) instead of instead of what I do which is like freak out and decide to change my entire identity sign up for like 400 classes literally classes for what I don't know nothing it's and especially like right now because I've been like dealing with a lot of like body image issues a lot of my goals are surrounding like food and workout and they're just not like yes not obtainable yeah like so yeah a little a little piece on mental breakdowns we love i know oh another thing i did was i went to the little nas concert yeah how was that okay i've been telling this to a lot of people i think i hyped it up a little bit too much in my mind because it wasn't that it wasn't good one i think the venue was a little bit weird it was at radio city and it was just like those are I don't the feel Rockettes. like that makes sense for him. Right. Yeah. Like, it's just like, the, that's where the Rockettes are. Like, you are not a Rockette. Um, and so, 
I felt like being there, it just felt like too much like going to a Broadway show and not yeah. a concert. There wasn't like a really hype feeling. Um, but him himself, like he was a really great performer. And I think what I had to realize was that it's his first album. I think there's still a lot of growth that ha- has to happen there. And I think something that I hope he'll get to like be comfortable more in the future is like interacting with the audience. Yeah. Like, I really do appreciate the artists that are like, how you guys should I, like have like almost like a conversation with the audience um, because it really went like song after song. And when there wasn't a song, there was like a costume change. Yeah. Um, but also Little Nas has incredible dancers. Like his of backup dancers are so fierce and fun. And I liked how he like worked them in and gave them each a moment to shine. Um, that. Yeah. So. Yeah, and we're going to see Lizzo on Sunday, so. Yes, which I still don't have an outfit for, and it's, like, too late for me to order something online, which means I need to figure out something among my clothes, which we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I ordered from ASOS. I don't think I've ever ordered from ASOS before, but I found this cute little pink and orange top. Love. That hopefully will work. Yeah, we're just going to kind of hope in a prayer at. Um, I, I've sort of entered a slight new stage of uh, therapy, I guess, kind of. Ooh, tell me about it. As you guys know, I've like I've been to a lot of therapy in my life, but Mm -hmm. I'd say most of the time it either was like I went to a lot of therapy as a kid, which is like different and is a little more like corrective and structured almost. Um, And then a lot of it when I've been older has been like sort of like more so dealing with things as they come up, which is like not a bad way to do therapy, but it's more so been like a little bit like almost like band-aiding things and yeah. just like dealing with everything as they come up. And I like, again, oh, I don't feel like I've actually spoken about this on the podcast. So I, I don't know, just like a lot of like things, mental health, as you guys knew, like I had a really rough time a little while back. And so with my psychiatrist and my therapist, we're, I'm going to starting in October, I'm going to wean off my meds just so that we can get a bit of a baseline just because yeah. I've been on, I started Prozac my, after my sophomore year of college and I started Wellbutrin, which is the other medication I take, um, going into my senior year of college. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've been on them for like a decent amount of years. And so part of it is like, we're just going to go off so that we can get a baseline, which is like a little nerve wracking. Like there's a decent chance I'm going to have some level of withdrawal symptoms. Yeah. Um, and like, there's a reason I'm on antidepressants. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I just like, I feel ready to like, actually feel like I'm making progress and not just like patching over the hole over and over again. Yeah. Um, and so we've really started taking like a deeper dive into like things um, and trying to get to sort of like more at the root of things. And like, it feels silly. And like, as much as I'm very pro therapy, there's like a part of me that like, is like, I don't know, really judgmental about and like things like it's kind of silly. The idea of like that, like things that like little things that like, even, like small things can be like traumatic and like, Oh yeah. Like whatnot that they can like still have such an impact on us these years later. And like, that's something I've been talking to my therapist a lot about like these ups and downs that I have. And like one of the things I've been talking to my therapist about is like, Hey, like a, she was like a lot of people I think what holds them back about like talking about stuff growing up is that like like I have a really close relationship with my parents and I love my mm-hmm. family like they came out and got stoned and played mini golf with me and she was like and I think something that like I'm coming to terms with and like whatnot and like we've been talking about a lot of, she was like they're flawed people and like they can have made mistakes and done things that like traumatize you and like you now have like habits that you need to unlearn and that doesn't make them bad people yeah like 
they can still love you you can still love them and like you don't need to feel guilty about it and talking about it doesn't make you a bad person it doesn't make them a bad person like they did the best they could and now like you're trying to like do the best with what you can yeah um so we're in a new stage of trying to unpack my shit i get that i my mom when she had talked to me about like i need to do that therapy wise i have been i don't know if i've mentioned this on the podcast that i've been with my therapist since i was 12 i probably have i can't remember but i've been with my therapist for a really long time and it's been really hard for me to let go because it's like you've been with this person for so long like the the way that you've seen me grow up is just like Andre's mic just came fully off of the the little hand I was about to call it a hand thing what is this crane arm I don't know a crane arm mic crane arm Uh, anyways I I don't know how that happened yeah but my mom and I and it's probably been like years in the making that I need to like I have probably said this multiple times like every single year and and it will come hopefully one day soon Um, (laughs) but my mom had always told me that when you get into therapy that is more psychodynamic, which is talking for people who don't know, which is talking about like your childhood, your upbringing, your nurturing, all that stuff. A lot of it is talking about your parents and how like their behaviors and the things that they did affected you. And like you can have the best relationship with oh, them. Totally. But, like again, humans are flawed and like, yeah, yeah, I heard, I feel like there was somebody who was talking about like growing up is realizing that your parents are humans Yes. And, like, not putting them on that pedestal anymore. And, like, they can be flawed and make mistakes. And, again, like, there are things they did that, like, I, like, again, the these ways that my body has developed to protect myself yeah. doesn't make them a bad person. Yeah. That, like, that's the result of it. Like, I, I truly don't think, like, this is one of the things, honestly, that, like, I think about a ton with, like, the, the idea of having kids is there's no way, like, we... unintentionally hurt people all the time there's no way to not traumatize your kids yeah and fuck them up in some sort of way literally i think about that all the time i'm like there is just like no getting around it like you can be the best parent ever and like i agree i love my parents too and as i've gotten older there's things that i've realized that i'm like yeah that didn't that did it like a number on me yeah um but happy for you and your therapy journey yeah it's definitely like weird to try and separate out like yeah it's it's no it's hard and i think it's gonna be a journey and i've already just for my last like three therapy sessions i've just cried the whole time yeah no i feel that i i've been i mentioned this like a couple months ago i i've been seeing like a health at every size nutritionist and we've been talking a lot about body image lately and like it's like so crazy i realize i do this thing in therapy where i like won't cry like, I'm very cryy in regular life, but, like, when I get into therapy, th- I, like, hold it back so much. I don't usually cry a ton in therapy, and when I cry, it's not, like, my normal crying of, like, heaving crying. Yeah. It's, like, that sitting there and tears and silently you just, going down right? your and face. Right, and you feel it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Literally, I was in a session, I think, like, last week with this nutritionist, and we were talking about body imaging, you know, like, the way that you see your body is just so vulnerable and personal, and, like, I just felt like I wanted to cry so badly, oh, yeah. but I couldn't couldn't let it i was like i don't want to do it in front of this person (laughs) that's the thing i also like this has taken me i've been working with this woman since january meeting every single week and like it's just gotten to a point of trust with this and i also like i had other therapists that i never got to at this point with like i learned for me like i've had a lot of older therapists and like it kind of felt like talking to like my mom or something in which like i didn't want to tell them all the dumb bad decisions i made and so i have someone who's really young and someone who's also queer yeah like that's a good point um but 
yeah no i literally like not my session i had on monday but i had a session last week um and literally (laughs) by the end like it was like sort of the start of this conversation of like getting into all of this Mm -hmm. and she literally like said to me she's like yeah a lot of times you've told me stories and you've been like laughing during them and i've been like oh that's bad um but by the (laughs) (laughs) that's bad Bad. that's not funny yeah um but literally by the end of the conversation i like had like a teddy bear in my hand and like everything she because i i had pulled it out to explain something to her um but every time she said something to me i like (laughs) i just kept being like this blanket's really great because it's soft in two ways on different ways on each (laughs) side and she eventually was like so can you not talk about this anymore? And do you want to just like move on talking about your birthday? Because it seems like you're avoiding it. And have you just sort of reached your limit? And I was like, yeah. yeah. And she's like, that's okay. And Pie. I was like, great. She was like, and then I did that again this week. And she was like, so I've noticed when it becomes too much, you won't say anything. Yeah. And I was like. <laughs> anyway we're just really getting the details of my therapy now oh, anyway that's okay i think it's important Therapy's tough and if you don't go to therapy i would highly suggest it but i also recognize it's expensive, it's expensive. and it's also really hard sometimes to talk about your feelings so yeah. again i've lied to a lot of therapists yeah i lied to my therapist for years about my sexuality yeah and then when when i finally told her she's like now it all makes sense and literally <laughs> from that day on i was like you can't lie because or or else like it doesn't yes. like you know what i mean i like i definitely reached a point with this therapist where like i i'd never really been lying to her but i definitely there was a lot of times of withholding truths and there was like one time where like i when i'm doing bad i tend to want to skip therapy as i think a lot of people do yeah um and she the next time we'd met because i'd blown her off the time before she was like so i've noticed when you're doing badly you tend to blow me off and she was like i'm not like I'm never going to be angry. Like, just let me know. And like, we can work on figuring out like on those weeks, would it be harder or would it be easier for you to just like do it via like phone instead of like zoom Mm. FaceTime or like whatever you want, we can like make it so it works. And if you really can't, like I'm not mad, I'm not here to punish you about it. I just want to try and help. And like that just like switched something in my brain of like, Oh, she's not here to punish me. Yeah. (laughs) Love that. (laughs) Um, But before we leave, do you have any clueless moments? I do. I'm trying so to, I actually have some good clueless moments. I've had a couple of clueless moments. Um, um, do I have good ones? I have one. Well, I mean, they're not necessarily good. Yeah. Um, but one of them is building on what I just talked about. How do you fix yourself? Like, oh my God. I like a big, like, I forget even where, but I saw this joke. I don't know if it was in a movie or on Tumblr or fucking where, but it's basically like, I want to try and like, maybe it was some stand up comedian. They were like, they were like, I need to shit fix all of my shit before I turn 30. And then I'm just permanently like that. Oh God. And I think 30 isn't the data I much think in my head is like, it is big picture, but short term aware of the fact that like my brain kind of stops growing and changing around like 26. And I'm like, Oh, I got to fix a lot of shit before then, yeah. before my brain's just stuck like that. Cause pretty big fuck up in a lot of ways right now. I got to fix some shit. So how do you, fix your shit i mean besides therapy i'm obviously already doing that but how do i fix my shit yeah habits are just really hard to break they yeah. really are like, and they're really hard to make no hard i know hard to break hard to make i know because i feel like i i had this habit that started in high school eating like at night and that's something that i'm trying to like work through but it is 
so hard to break because I, I learned that like from an early age that like having like a snack and watching TV in my bed at night was like a place that I could feel safe and comfortable. And so then you're trying to like reformulate that habit. It's hard. I saw someone on TikTok being like, um, I forget what the name of it, but oh, um, Pavlov's dog. Yeah. Um, they're like basically trying to like Pavlov's dog themselves into something. Oh my God. How are they doing it? (laughs) I forget exactly the details, but I'm pretty sure it's something like, oh, they're like really just hate showering. And so the way they're doing is they got these, like, they really like mini small things. And they, so they got this like little thing of like has a bunch of mini items. So every time I think it's after they shower, they get to open one. It's like one was like a mini bong and like one was like a little note. And then like one was like a little pack of bubble gum and they have this little thing and they put them in every time after shower they get to open once they get a little gift Aww. so it's like rewarding, rewarding their brain. brain um and the person was like do experiments on yourself it's fun oh maybe i should do that with exercise and i feel like experiment is a more fun way to phrase it yeah like an like, experiment i'm gonna have i'm gonna run an experiment on myself <laughs> that just sounds more fun uh, that's gonna be a little experiment um, i know yeah so i feel that what I feel- experiments do people recommend what ways of changing habits I'm asking for genuine help. Have you ever read that book? There's a book about habits. It's like called the atomic habit. It's like a very famous book about habits, but I do have a book over there. That's named how to fix your life. I think is the name of it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I know that people have read or the skinny. I remember there's the skinny confidential mentioning it. And apparently it's like about habits and stuff. Yeah. That's all I know. Nice. I feel like, uh, what's it called? No, I feel like a clueless moment I had was I was getting a blowout. Not this last weekend, the, the the previous weekend, because it was Olivia's birthday. Happy birthday, babe. Belated. Happy belated birthday, Olivia. You're doing great at 25. I'm proud of you, Olivia. I know. Olivia's fucking 25, everyone. That's scary. Basically fucking ancient. That's so ancient. So old. I know. I was just like, but I feel like, at tw- I, feel like I may have like a 25 midlife crisis. Oh, I mean... I've already been just kind of having a continual one. I'm sure there's going to be a bigger meltdown at 25. I know. Like I didn't cry at this birthday. I don't think I cried in the last one. Oh, sure. I'll cry at 25. I'm turning 25 this March. Everyone there. I, I, there will be a breakdown. Like it will happen. Anyways, I was getting a blowout and (laughs) it's okay. So, you know, when you get like a blowout or you get your nails done and like the person is talking to you or like you're in an uber (laughs) ride and i guess like sometimes i think to myself like what do i say to this person because sometimes we're having like a lovely conversation and then i'm like oh i'm curious like where does this person live or what do they do for a living but a part of me is like do i really want to continue this conversation right now like (laughs) i don't know i get like so like weird about it and then sometimes i'm like oh i should be asking them questions to try and like practice that like um tool for like podcasting and stuff Mm -hmm. but so basically I start talking with like the person that's blow drying my hair and she's like we're we're talking about our kids because her husband is bringing the kids to soccer for the first time that day and she goes so do you have kids I was like I look like somebody who has kids Uh, I don't think you look like you oh my god I would just like freaked out I was like kids I was like, I freaked out. I, several years ago, and I was walking into the YMCA, there is this, uh, I assume, father with these, like, children that were not, like, babies. Yeah. They were somewhat grown. And this was, 
think maybe after our freshman year of college okay. and I was walking decently in front of them. And like the woman came up to me and she was like, you and your family are so beautiful. And uh. I was like, what? And she was like, your kids. And they were like old enough that had I birthed those children, I would have been a child when I birthed them. And I was like, oh no, I don't know these people. <laughs> They're just walking a couple feet behind me. And it was awkward. So I relate. Yeah, I know. I'm just like, what do you like? Do you talk to people in these situations? And then when you do, I'm like, then I'm having another existential crisis about having children. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Love Dude, it. I got that. Love. Oh, oh my God. Audrey keeps keep pulling, pulling it off pulling today. the mic I, off. I don't know what I've done. Um, do you have any more? I don't, I think that was my only like moment that I was like, I'm so clueless about the this. The only one that ran down is like my normal food is giving me the ick and I don't know what to do about it because I, I like don't know what to buy for food mm. and then i keep not like feeding myself enough but it's only because all the food i normally like is giving me the ick what food do you normally like i don't know like one thing that i do like for like mornings a lot is like i'll make eggs and i've been in a big off stage with eggs oh right i now. have been in an off stage with eggs for so long i think i ate them so much during college yeah I think just part of it is like I don't have like go-to meals right now and yeah. I usually did like even if they weren't like anything fancy but like in college all the time I would just like saute like a bunch of onions and then throw in like some tomatoes okay. and something fucking else and like I would like do that with either like couscous or like pasta or fucking whatever um, but I don't know I just like don't I feel very lost with food recently and I don't know what to make. And so I just keep like, I keep doing that thing where I procrastinate, like making something cause nothing really sounds good. Yeah. But then I end up fucking starving. I get that. I feel like I, I feel that lately. I'm like, I just don't know what to make. Like I used to love avocado toast. Not that I don't like it, but I've just like, haven't been feeling it. No. Another one is for years. I almost every morning I would have a daily harvest smoothie. Mm. And lately I just like haven't been feeling them as much. I get that. And it's just like, what do I eat now? I know. Like, how dare? I don't know how to cook that much stuff. Oh my God, guys. Let's not even talk about it. I'm having a dinner party this Friday. I I think (laughs) it's Saturday. Saturday. I was going to say, I think it's Saturday. It's Saturday. Oh, also funny thing that I did at brunch was, so when I sent out the RSVPs for them, I obviously didn't book the reservation at that time because I needed a head count. Um, And I guess... I either didn't double check it or I got confused. I don't know. Regardless, the RSVP said 1.30 and I'm at the reservation for 12.15. Um, luckily, they were able to accommodate us. Still can't believe that ended up working out. But I had told like half the group the night before at 12, Axe 15. 12.15. And then the other half just looked at the invite, which said 1.30. Regardless, this was a fuck up on my part. Um, I and I was, was just impressed that I managed to mess up that bad. And so... Sarah was was really early. I was early for the first time in my life. I was honestly so happy because we were going to be very Very late. late, Like 30 minutes late. I know Julia kept being like, they wait, they were going to be this late. Yes. We were going to be very late because we had a little bit of an Uber incident. Um, and that like took us back like a good 20 minutes. And I was like, Oh no, now we're going to be so late. So when you said that you had changed the reservation, it ended up working I great, suddenly yeah. calmed down. I was like, yeah. great, now we're not going to be so late. So Julia just hung out with me and we got our own tater tots. And I had, everyone kept being like, oh my God, you're already me like five mimosas in by the time everyone gets there. I had one, I had one mimosa. Yeah, we only had, I had one too. And we, because I was keeping aware that I was like, if we're about to do bottomless brunch, I can't be having multiple drinks, drinks right now. I know. And I, yeah, because the tater tots at the beginning did help because I was oh, yeah. literally starving. I was so hungry, but uh, yeah. I forgot how I got to that. Anyway. Anyways. Yeah. 
I think, um, I think that's it. I think that's it, guys. I mean, wait, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we need to catch on upon. You know what? Last week's episode was long. So if you average them out. There you go. It makes them normal. I know. I don't want to like, because there's so many, I'm having so many thoughts about like fall things, but I have to save that for Thursday or else you'll literally get a 20 minute episode. <laughs> I'm just literally still tired from like... A, the emotional roller coaster that was being sick and then B, yeah. like doing things for like 10 days straight. Not I actually, know. It was literally like three days. But for me, that's a lot. I know. I, I came to Audrey's because I had told Audrey about my breakdown and she was like, how are you? And I was like, you know, when you're just have been so emotional and you're exhausted, that is like exactly how I yeah. feel. It's not a vibe. It's not a vibe. But you know what? That's the honest tea is that sometimes everything is not OK. <laughs> quite often in fact with us i know sometimes i think about like when we first started the podcast for like those first like three months i was doing stellar we kept telling people we were like we're killing we actually think we really have it together i was like like, i really have it together it's going well and then it was like about two weeks after that that we were like literally well if i think about it too like last fall and winter i wasn't really drinking a bunch because i had been having a really tough time like at that time but also like drinking was really affecting me and then like it started not affecting me as much and then like events started picking up and things and so I feel like I need to take a break from drinking for a little bit but yeah yeah that's it that's it for this week so we hope you guys enjoyed this little catch up (laughs) (laughs) ketchup do you like ketchup (laughs) um I'm not a crazy big ketchup person I do like it like we only ever had like the really like the organic ketchup growing time. up which like doesn't gr- taste as good no it tastes no. really bad so we like didn't use it like actually literally julia is really obsessed with ketchup and she came to our house one time and asked for ketchup and none of us were even sure we had it and we did but it was a bottle from like years before that oh that my god that's so funny I, lo- I love ketchup i eat ketchup with a lot of things i have it when i'm other places but i now because again it was one of those things we never had in our house like yeah. i just not recently but i for the first time ever bought ranch and i have ranch <gasps> Because I we am not a ranch, ranch girl. I'm well, I got Trader girl. Joe's ranch and Trader Joe's ranch sucks. So. Oh, so there you go. Yeah. But anyways, we hope you all enjoyed this catch up yeah. and we will be back recording in two days. And so next week, expect a Fallelujah themed episode. <laughs> <laughs> and this October, we have a bunch of guests coming on, which should be yeah. very, very fun. Um, and we're going to get spooky. We're going to get spooky. And I promise you that we will be more consistent on our Tuesday release date. Yeah! <laughs> you know, September was crazy. September was crazy, but I do. I'm like, but it's. Oh, I'm trying to think of alliteration. It's uh, Feral Girl Fall is what I'm thinking about. No, but I that's was trying not... to think of a good one. Oh. Finally, finally feeling fresh fall. <laughs> fall. <laughs> finally feeling fresh fall. Per. It definitely sounds as great and as smooth off the tongue as Hot Girl Summer. Exactly. So. If you did like today's episode, please go like it, subscribe, give great the- review. We're at. 86 five star reviews. reviews so we're getting so close to 100 so if you want to give us one that makes us really happy that makes us happy make us happy so again yes. sarah just had a mental breakdown I so d- she really could use it <laughs> i could really use another five star my default is, is bully is bullying people into giving us i reviews. wasn't a bully as a kid <laughs> i mean except for like my family but not to other kids yeah so if you're like what you're hearing <laughs> oh god if you like what you're hearing Please give us a five star review. Follow and follow us on Instagram at completely fucking clueless and TikTok at completely F C K I N G clueless. We're getting close to 16 K on there. Finally. 
baby steps baby steps no truly baby steps because some like literally i felt like tiktok hated us all summer and lately they've been, been vibing a, a little bit more tiktok is just a different world these days she, she's a confusing bitch anyways let me not continue this episode <laughs> while we're in the on- outro I feel like we're quickly losing our minds i know um but i hope y'all had a hella rocking thursday yes thursday hella rocking thursday hella rockin Thursday. That's, that's what i'm sticking with amazing but yeah i hope you uh, we <laughs> I, hate I, I literally hate outros everyone i just think they're the most awkwardest thing ever they are because by they're this begging people to like you and do things i know and by this time i've like completely lost my mind yeah so anyways we hope you have an amazing thursday an incredible week and go be motherfucking clueless and don't have and maybe do have a mental breakdown in between yeah or like at least go to therapy I was gonna say, Robbie loves you. I thought it was kissing. I messed it up and then I decided to mess it up.